Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show, but I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of life coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a waitlist for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show. But I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of live coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a waitlist for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program. Welcome to the Michael Unbroken podcast, where it's all about understanding your past, getting out of the vortex, creating intention, cultivating self-belief, and becoming the hero of your own story. This podcast answers real client questions with real, personal, practical, and actionable advice based on science, mindset, and becoming unbroken. Now, your trauma coach, author, and speaker, Michael Anthony. What is up, Unbroken Nation? Hope that you're doing well wherever you are in the world. Before we get into today's episode, I just wanted to let you know that right now on thinkunbrokenacademy.com, I have released a brand new course called The Five Keys to Understanding and Overcoming Trauma. And I'm giving you this course for only $1 for today only, my friends. If you're listening to this podcast, you can grab this brand new course, which I will dive in into an over an hour of course material plus a 15-page workbook developed 
to be the companion to this course for only $1. That's right. Go to thinkunbrokenacademy.com. Use the code PODCAST to get the $99 course for only $1. That's thinkunbrokenacademy.com. Use the code PODCAST to get the brand new course for $1. And I will see you in the academy, my friend. I often get the question, what is my routine? And I think that comes from people out of curiosity, but I also think it comes from people who are ready to implement something into their life that resembles some type of control. And what I mean by that is the power of routine can be so incredible. And I think about my life prior to routine, and I think about my life after routine and the impact that it's had, not only on my mental well-being, but also my physical well-being and my emotional well-being. I am a proponent of routine. And I think about the idea and the fact that I've actually had routine in my life always, just sometimes it wasn't pointed in a direction of value, while other times, like now especially, every day, the things that I do have intention behind them. And so you may be asking yourself, well, what is the point of having a routine? I think more importantly, the question that you need to be asking yourself is how does a routine help you become a better version of who you are? There is no question in my mind that the moment I stepped into accepting, and this was an acceptance for me because routine is kind of one of those things where you have to ask yourself, is this a burden or is it a thing that makes my life better? And accepting the fact that routine actually was going to make my life better and working through the uncomfortable phases of like being in it has dramatically made my life improved. And I think about my life when I had routine of nothing, right? Within the nothingness of routine, I found no value in my life. I found no real purpose. I found no real drive. It is the same way that I believe that I ended up playing video games at 6 a.m. before work, smoking cigarettes and getting high all day, right? Because I wasn't pointed in any specific direction. Since I've adopted a routine, everything without question in my life is better. And better, obviously, is subjective, right? But how do you measure what that looks like? So I want to break down my routine with you here a little bit around how I start my mornings and kind of give you a baseline of some things to consider. The one thing I want to tell you about this and that I probably want you to take away more so than anything is that this is not a one-size-fits-all approach. And I certainly do not think that everything I'm going to say is going to bring value to people's lives. But you may find that there is a bitter piece here that you want to add into your life. And that's really important because it's about finding what works for you. You know, I think when you look at people talk about things like I got to do this for a hundred days in a row and this and that, and hopping onto plans and diets and fads without having a real understanding of the purpose and the intention behind doing it is why you see so many people fail. And so first, I got to tell you about why. So I'm going to break this down into a few categories. So if you want to take some notes, I'm going to give you an outline here. We're going to talk about, first and foremost, the why, right? Because this is so paramount. You have to know why you're doing this. And then we're going to talk about the how, meaning how I step into these things, the when, when I do it, and ultimately, the part that I think is most important is the acknowledgement. And why that's important, right? So the first thing is the why. 
I know that without routine, I will flounder. I will be a fish in an ocean that never leads to anything. And what I mean by that is without routine, I often feel like I'm just floating nonchalantly. I'm ambivalent about life. You might resonate with this, right? When my routine was getting up and playing video games and smoking a joint, like nothing felt important. Nothing mattered. Right. My health didn't matter. My well-being didn't matter. My relationships didn't matter. The people in my life didn't matter because I was not concerned. I was always about how do I just kind of turn off the world? And I did that in a very effective manner. And so what happened is I had this moment, I've talked about it many, many times, where I had the mirror moment and I said, okay, today everything changes. And I stepped into this pathway of creating a change in my life that was really daunting and difficult and ultimately propelled me to where I am today. A big part of that that I probably don't do a good enough job discussing is the routine of that. Healing in its own right becomes a routine. Right. Going to therapy, doing yoga, showing up for myself, going to bed at a reasonable hour, getting up when I say I'm going to get up, making my bed. All of those things promote my general well-being. And now, as I've been really deep into this healing journey and in this place where I feel sustainable and life is good and my values are aligned and my mission statement is laid out and my goals are in play and I'm thinking about what's next. Why do I have a routine? Because ultimately, I want to make sure I'm in a position of always moving forward. And so in other times, we've talked about developing a why. Why do you want to heal from trauma? Why do you want to show up for yourself? Why do you want to invest in your self-esteem? And here, the reason that I'm bringing up the why is because routine is not something that is always immediately tangible, right? You can not always get the direct impact of what you're in until you're in it for a little bit, right? And so that's why people will start these routines and fall off because they're expecting immediate reciprocity. When in reality, I will say this, it probably took mm, a solid two years before I felt like my routine was really a part of my life. And what's so important about it is the why behind that. The reason that I have the same routine that I've had for years is because that routine allows me not only to get in tune with myself, it helps me navigate dissociation, that removal of my brain and my body, and it helps me take control over my day. Because ultimately, and this is my belief, I believe that as someone who is in a process of healing, the most important part of your day is as soon as you wake up. Because the mindset and the actions that you take into that day are going to transform everything that happens. So if you show up with intention and belief and do the thing that you said you're going to do, the impact of that carryover into your day, into your life, into your relationships is going to be so profound that waking up and going through that routine is not even going to be a question, regardless of circumstance. Right. And so how do you identify the why? What is the purpose? So we know we have this overarching idea of the person that we want to be. And when we break down little bits and pieces of that journey and that goal, and we get to this place called routine, you have to create an intention around understanding why you want to do this. Right. And so for me, I need to be a high performer. Right. This is mine. And I'm not saying that's for yours. Yours might be I want to be a great mom today. I want to be a great employee today. I want to be a great friend today. Whatever that is, you can have a daily intention and you can also have that overarching goal intention. 
I want to help a million people get out of the vortex and become the hero of their own story. So how do I do that? I have to show up every day. So how do you become a healthier version of you? How do you drop 50 pounds? How do you change negative self-talk? How do you X, right? You have to identify that big thing that you want to move to while while understanding the why, that purpose, because ultimately that's going to be the driver that's going to push you through the uncomfortable place of having to do it every single day. Now, I'm at this point where routine doesn't even feel like it is, it's not even negotiable, right? So I'll put it that way. I'm at the point in my life where there is no negotiating with the terrorist in my head that says you don't have to do your routine today. It's every day, no matter what, on vacation, on holiday, if I'm 100,000 miles away, if I'm on planet Pluto, if I'm under a subway, I don't care what the scenario is, I am getting up when I wake up in the morning with these rules. One. What's up, Unbroken Nation? I hope that you are doing well wherever you are in the world. Before we get started in today's episode, I wanted to let you know that my book, Think Unbroken, Understanding and Overcoming Childhood Trauma, is 99 cents on Kindle. On the Amazon store, Think Unbroken, my book is 99 cents from now until the rest of the year. As we head into the end of 2020, I recognize that people need as many resources as possible. And so the Kindle version of that book is only 99 cents. I hope that you'll take some time and check it out and read it and review it and share it and buy 25 copies for your friends. It's really important right now that we come together as a community and a people and heal and learn and grow together. If you're not familiar, Think Unbroken is a book that I wrote about my journey through healing based on the mindset principles and adaptations of of really what I would consider to be the most important assets of this process. So do me a favor, check out Think Unbroken on Amazon. Please buy a copy or 25. It would mean the world to me and share it with someone who needs it. Out of bed before my alarm. I really try to be good about this. On the rare occasion, my alarm will go off and I won't get it. But I try to be up before my alarm. One of the ways that I do that is now I have a sleep routine. So as I have a morning routine, I have a sleep routine. I know that I need to be in bed by 10 o'clock every night because that's going to allot me the space to get my six and a half hours to seven hours of sleep that I need. One of the really beautiful things about the routine of waking up is eventually you don't even need the alarm anymore. I will tell you this, out of 30 days a month, I probably get woken up by my alarm once, right? And that's because I've trained my brain and my body to recognize the signs that I am rested. Now, let me be very, very, very clear because I think this is important. If I feel like I need rest, I am going to take it. No questions asked because you cannot perform if you're sick, tired, beat up, worn down, right? That's the way that I think about it. Now, after that, that idea, that rule of I have to be up before the alarm. The next thing is, oh, and let me let me make this note. My alarm, which is my phone, is not in my bedroom. So like I would make this suggestion. If you are one of those people who have a hard time getting up in the morning, seriously go and put your phone in the kitchen, turn the alarm all the way up so you make sure that you hear it. And I promise you, I promise you will get up because it's going to drive you insane. And you're not going to snooze because what's going to happen when you go back to bed? You've already gotten up. You've walked into the kitchen. The alarm's blaring in your ear. 
And now you're going to turn on the lights, right? So I just want you to think about that. That, that. that takes a little bit of time to step into as someone who used to hit snooze like seven times a day. And I don't hit snooze ever because one, I'm up before the alarm. And two, I'm very excited about the opportunity to be alive right now, right? I have found my purpose and my reason and my why. Next, I think about what I do in that morning routine about my body. I don't know about you guys, but man, I wake up so tight in the morning sometimes from the gym and running and training and just kind of like life, right? You know, and as I get older, like I feel that more and more. And so immediately I have to stretch. The first 10 minutes of my day are just moving my body and breathing. Now, you'll notice I did not say I check my messages and respond to email. In fact, I don't even have notifications on my phone, so I'm not going to see them anyway. But my point being is I don't jump in and let other people dictate the flow of my day. You have to take control over your day. I'm going to say that again. You have to take control over your day. And so my phone, I hit that alarm. I put it down. I move to stretching right? I move my body. I shake my hips out and my shoulders and my chest and I roll my neck and I put my arms up out behind my head and I stretch and I get a good one out and I put my fingers to the floor and I move and just wake up my body. And then after that, or sometimes before, because sometimes I need it before, these are interchangeable. I make coffee. Look, I'm a coffee guy. I got to have it. I've tried to quit coffee so many times in my 20s and in my 30s. And to be honest with you, I love it. I love it. And it's one of my few vices, so I hold on to it. And I am such a you know, French press guy. I wake up, measure the grounds, I boil the water, I put it in the press, I do the whole thing. And it's also meditative, right? I, I think about just kind of the flow of the morning and the impact that that has in my day, kind of already setting me up for success by being in this place of rhythm and being in this place of flow. And from there, I grab my journal. Now, I have multiple journals. Many of you have heard me say this before. I actually have four on my desk right now. I don't think you need four journals. This is just the way that my brain operates because I have a lot of things going on. One's for business, one's for personal, blah, 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 blah. Here's what I think you need. You need a journal. And I don't think you have to necessarily force out ideas and concepts in the morning. You just got to sit down and write and allow it to flow. And so one of the journals that I have, which I love, which I'm going to give a shout out to my boy Tom Bilyeu over at Impact Theory, is the Impact Theory Journal because it is, it is phenomenal. And the reason it's phenomenal for me is because it just allows me to do a couple things really easily that kind of also help set that tone. The, another journal that I love is Brendan Burchard's journal. I believe it's called the High Performance Planner. I could be wrong. I don't have it in front of me right now. It's over my bookshelf. I love it, but it wasn't like the one that I needed. So think about this. You kind of have to find the one for you. And so I think about goals and agenda and those go into that journal. And then as I'm sipping my coffee, I have my day-to-day journal. And this is a journal where I just take the things in my head and in my brain and I put them on paper. And generally it's daily, but sometimes it's like once a week. I step into that just whenever I need clarity and understanding on something because that one's really important to me. And it helps me not only create memories, but formulate ideas that I need to flesh out. And I've kept a journal really since I was like 10 years old. I have 
like dozens and dozens of these things lying around and they're great reference points and sometimes i read in my journal i go man i was being such an asshole or i go that was a really beautiful moment or experience that i had and sometimes it's just like oh that problem i was trying to solve comes out the impact and power of journal is so potent in this journey because we often have these things are just spinning around in our brain with nowhere to go so take those things and put them somewhere make them work for you, right? Take control over your morning. And as I'm in this routine and I'm, as I'm going through these things, that's all I have. That's my day until I step into meditation. Now, meditation, let's be clear, and I've done a podcast on this, so go back. I'll put it in the show notes. You can go and listen to the in-depth thoughts that I have on meditation. But on a high level, meditation is just about taking a few minutes to clear your head, to sit down and be with you. And I don't have an intention or an agenda in meditation other than breathing and just feeling my body from head to toe. Because I've mentioned this before, I've had severe dissociation in my life, and I'm just trying to always do anything I can to mitigate the risk of A, that happening again, and B, I want to make sure that I feel inside of myself as my day begins. I want to feel present with me. And then from there, my day starts, right? That time frame is really about 30 minutes. I give myself a little bit of space here to really get into the morning. And then I go to the gym, right? Or I do some kind of movement. Generally speaking, I try to hit the gym at minimum five times a week. And that's for an hour. And then from there, I step into work. And that's where my first email is sent. My first I want to say this again, my first email is sent after I take care of myself. You can't take care of anything in the world till you take care of yourself first. Now, I recognize that some of you have children and some of you have partners and some of you have a bazillion responsibilities. Look, we all have responsibilities. But we've spent so much time putting ourselves secondary to everyone else in the world that it feels uncomfortable to put ourselves first. Even if this routine is seven minutes and that's all you have, you find a way to make seven minutes in your day for you. That is seven minutes for you. And if you're giving yourself zero minutes right now, maybe it's one. How do you make space in your life for one minute? Go and look at the most successful athletes, the people that we love and admire in personal growth and mental health, high performers across the board, all of them have routine in the morning dedicated to them. Some of them, I just read this yesterday, popped up in my Facebook feed. Mark Wahlberg gets up at 2.30 in the morning to start his routine. And his day, his first four hours is like about him. That's incredible. I don't know about you, but I'm not getting up at 2.30 in the morning. That, that's not in my cards. But you know what? When I used to get up at 7, that wasn't enough time. And then I did 6.30, and that wasn't enough time. And then I did 6, and that felt about right. So then I tried 5.30, but 5.30 didn't feel right, and so I came back to 6, right? And so how do you, even if you have to get up slightly earlier in the morning, which because sleep is a priority, you need to go to bed earlier, how do you find the space and time 
to make your morning yours. Because I promise you, my friend, if you step into your morning with the intention, there is going to be so much power in your day, right? And the biggest thing is when I finish this all up, I just acknowledge myself and I say, good job. And I don't put it out in the world and it doesn't go on my Instagram and I don't share it anywhere, right? It's just this moment for me to acknowledge that I've started my day on my terms. And then I step into work and business and conflict. And I can tell you, just because I have that time in the morning where I'm able to sit with myself and my thoughts and my understanding of the day and whatever may come up and move my body and become present, I am a more effective leader. I'm a more effective coach. I'm a more effective everything, right? Because I took care of me first. I talk about this all the time. It's the same thing. In the event of turbulence, if the oxygen masks come down, put yours on first and then help the other people. It's not going to do you a lot of good to start helping other people if you haven't helped yourself first. And I know, I know, I know you're saying, I've tried routine, I've done this, I've done that, I have the things, I've stepped into all of it. You have got to put a why around this, right? So I'm going to recap this again. You need to have a why first and foremost. That's the most important. And with that, you need to create intention. And then you need to choose a couple of things within your wheelhouse, things that you have experienced, be it yoga or meditation or journaling or running or the gym or whatever that thing is, pick two to three of them that become your thing. One of the big problems and the reasons people always fall off in this is because they're like, I got to do 97 things for me before I start my day. No, you do not. You do not. You need to do one to two things that are about you. If you're like me and four or five really makes sense and it's what gets you over that threshold into performance and showing up for yourself, then you will figure that through trial and error. But do not put a parameter on yourself that says you have to do 99 things. And then the thing which is really important that you have to take away with this is that if you fall off, which you will because you're human, and I assure you, I have too. Now that I've had the same routine for like six years, like now it makes sense. But in the beginning, it didn't. And routine was kind of like this thing I had to push myself into. The further you step into it and the more you do it, the more true that it will become as a part of your life and your lifestyle. So, my friend, I challenge you, find a reason why, one to two things that you need to do for you and create acknowledgement behind it and say, you know what? I did this today. I'm proud of myself. I took care of me first so I could take care of other people. My friend, thank you again for listening to the Michael and Broken podcast. It truly means the world to me. Thank you for sharing it, for liking it, for subscribing to it. If you can, please, 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 it helps me so much if you will rate it and leave a comment please. It would mean the world to me. Check me out on all the social medias at Michael Unbroken. And until next time, my friend, be unbroken. I'll see ya. Thank you for listening to the Michael Unbroken podcast. To leave your question for Michael, call 971-801-2446. Please follow, like, subscribe, and review. And don't forget to check out more mental health resources at thinkunbroken.com. And follow Michael on Instagram at michaelunbroken. Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show.
But I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of live coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a wait list for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.